This is Organized Chaos, where you'll learn everything you need to know about life, marketing, and tech with just enough drama to keep things interesting. From marketing strategy to negotiation tactics and skincare, you never know quite where the conversation's going to take us. Like everything in life, <laughs> this is Organized Chaos. I have my Aura testing ring still on, I've just noticed. So I'm going to get the Aura ring, which I'm so excited about. If anyone has experience with the Aura ring, please send me a message, send me a DM. I am so stoked to finally get to track my stats. Anyways, I digress, but I still have the, the sizing ring on because I didn't want to get the wrong size. And so I'm just going to take that off because that's a little bit funky. But in the future, you're going to see me with an Aura ring on and I am like stoked for it. So... As a little bit of a side note, hello and welcome to Organized Chaos. If you can't tell by the name, this is exactly what we do every single Thursday. We are a little bit chaotic. And so we start with conversations around the aura ring, around my Yeti last time, around really everything and anything in between, because it's so freaking hard to keep my head straight on everything that's going on in life. Like, I mean, let's just recap the last couple of weeks, shall we? Tech layoffs. We had the ongoing conflicts throughout the world. We had the podcast rebrand, if you know, you know. We had uh, dumbass jokes at the Golden Globes, Joe Coy or whatever his name is. Like, I still roll my eyes at it. We had 11 Bitcoin ETF approvals, again, in emerging tech, if you know, you know. And my favorite thing of all, we had Jeremy Allen White in the Calvin Klein ad. I mean, as a marketing, like, aficionado or whatever you want to call me, I, I mean, just know that I swooned over that ad. Sorry, Philip, but he knows. Jeremy Allen White, I just want to say I have been a stan of Jeremy Allen White for ages. Like, since his Shameless days. I'm re-watching Shameless for about the third time now. And so anyone who says they've been a Jeremy Allen White fan for years or just from the bear, like, I knew him way before, so there's a special place in my heart for him. Though, Calvin Klein, like, it's nothing special, right? This ad that they've done is just special because he's in it. It's no it's no new marketing tactic. Like, don't let anyone convince you otherwise. This is a super standard marketing tactic, just using someone who's hot, putting them in their underwear, and selling product because of it. But... That being said, doesn't mean I don't like to look at him, and I definitely put a picture of him in this week's newsletter, or I guess when this comes out, it'll be, yeah, this week's newsletter. I was right. Anyway, like, you have to find your things that make you happy. You have to find your things that make you excited, uh, that you look forward to, because otherwise, like, how are we going to do it? For example, I could be freaking out that this year I am going to turn 30 in July, Or I can look forward to the fact that though it's fucking freezing in Amsterdam, we're going to have spring soon, which spring equals tulips, which equals outside, which equals the small bit of sun that we actually get every single year. So there's so many different things to be looking forward to. I hope that you have something to look forward to too. Send me a DM with exactly what you're looking forward to this year. I want to celebrate your wins with all of you. So please let me know. All my friends will tell you that a voice note for me typically consists of me being some sort of hype woman, chaotic updater, product recommender, or anything in between. So please, I want to be that person for you too. Especially because this week, the topic that we're going to discuss is a little bit of a heavy one. We're talking about the tech layoffs. We are talking about how thousands of people were once again impacted in the same week at the beginning of the year 
because tech is restructuring. It's a continued restructuring. Now, does that mean that the tech layoffs are going to last forever? Does that mean that we are going to see the same number of layoffs in the 15,000s that we saw last year? No. I think what's continuing to happen here, and if you're asking me to take out my little crystal ball and look at it, is we're restructuring toward with a focus towards AI. So unfortunately, the teams that aren't driving bottom line revenue, right? Or the teams that aren't refocusing their energy towards AI are going to be impacted. Does that mean it doesn't fucking suck? No. Does that mean if you were in on that meeting with HR or had to sit in on watching your CEO babble on with some PR-infested corporate jargon that focused more on the company than it did on the family that they supposedly let go, does that mean that that didn't suck in and of itself? No, absolutely not. Like, that's my first response whenever someone tells me that they've been laid off. I got an email this week, and that's what we're going to get into. But the first response is, holy shit, I'm so, my heart goes out to you because I can only imagine your world gets turned upside down. But this week, let's talk about the handful of things that you can do to really set yourself up for success after you've let the initial shock wear off, after you've taken that breath, after you've broken out the Ben and Jerry's. What do you need to do to make sure that you can come back stronger? Because trust me, you absolutely will. Like, you don't want to hear right now that when one door shuts, another one opens. Is that what it is? Anyways, you don't want to hear any of that. What you want to hear is how shitty it is. But these are the things that you might be forgetting about. So I got you. I got you. I got you. So you sat in on the meeting. They've gone through all of the details and they've just flown through it. You've got the email in your inbox. What do you do next? You need to figure out all of the details. Now, what does that mean? You need to figure out when's your official last day? When will you receive your final paycheck? What does severance look like? What kind of package have they created for you? How often does that get paid out? Does that get paid out in installments? Does it get paid out in one full swing? Because that's going to have tax implications for you. You need to think about that. Will they write you a recommendation? How do you return any office equipment? Now, most companies, like I said, will have this outline for you already, but they'll probably do that in a way that focuses more on them than it does on you. So what you need to sit there and think is, what's most important to me? Get in your bag right? Like walking away with the money that you are rightfully owed. So are they going to pay out your vacation days? Depending on where you are in the world, that is or is not going to be a consideration. You want to figure out your equity. We'll get, let me touch on that here in a minute. But you want to figure out, you know, what benefits you still have. You want to protect yourself before all of it goes away. And so that's what your question should really be focused around. Don't let them try to rush you into signing something, especially not a non-compete or an NDA. Like if you've already signed that, that's totally fine. But make sure you're really reading through the language because you want to protect yourself here. So let's go back to the non-compete before we get to the equity. Your non-compete. Read that carefully. Have a friend read it through. Have a lawyer friend read it through have a lawyer read it through if you're a little bit concerned. What you don't want to do is sign something that's going to lock you in and limit your employment possibilities in the future, right? Like depending on the country that you're in, again, that will or will not impact you. This is not financial advice, legal advice, tax advice, none of it, just so you know, disclaimer for the whole episode. But I do think it's important to recognize that non-competes in the U.S. in certain states are not admissible right? They won't hold up in court. So you don't need to worry about it as much as you would in other states or in other countries. Regardless, take a look through what you're signing. 
be a good human and take a look through what you're signing. You don't want to step on somebody's toes. These are relationships that you want to keep in the future. You want to keep them warm. You want to keep them happy. You want to keep yourself happy. But you need to protect yourself at the same time. So that's the non-compete. Let's talk about your shares, right? Your equity in the company. Now, if you're a part of a big tech company, this won't necessarily apply because and I don't know if you all knew this, but I definitely did not know this in my first job out of school. When you're given shares, when you're given equity, that doesn't necessarily mean you actually own those shares. Now, stay with me. If you join a Google or you join a big tech company like a Netflix and they're giving you shares and let's say they give you, you know, this is a small amount, but like $10,000 that vests over a four-year period, well, once those shares actually vest, you own them. You own them, you can trade them, you can sell them, you can hold them. But in a company that hasn't gone public yet, a pre-IPO stage company, when they give you 5,000 shares, let's say, those 5,000 shares are given to you at a certain strike price, is, it, is what it's called. It's given you at a price that you actually have to go and buy. And you buy that once the shares vest. Now, typically what people do is they just let them continue to vest. They let them continue to vest, invest, invest. We can actually go into shares and equity in more detail if someone's interested in it. So please send me a message if this is interesting, if this is helpful. I know that when I first moved into tech, I had no idea about any of this. And I lost so much money because, again, like I'll get into that in the future, but I lost so much money because I didn't understand the tax implications. I didn't understand when I should or shouldn't buy my shares. So think about that. When you leave the company, if you have vested a certain number of shares, but you don't own them yet, think about whether or not the company is something that you want to support in the future or make money off of in the future. If you trust that it's going to IPO or get purchased, you want to own those shares. Not tax advice, not legal advice. Make sure you talk to somebody, especially a tax advisor, about this. But you may only have 90 days to make that decision. Check in on what your share exercise deadline is. Now that we've talked about the financials, let's talk about some of the other aspects that you want to protect. You want to book medical appointments. You want to go and get your eyes checked. You want to go and get your body taken care of. You want to go and take care of all or take advantage of all of these different benefits before they actually go. So those are a couple things that you want to think about. On top of that, transfer your 401k. Now, not something that you need to do immediately, right? But check in on those pensions. Make sure you know where that money is going. In the U.S., you're going to have a couple of options. You will either transfer your 401k over to the company that you decide to join in the future, or you can transfer it over to an IRA, which you'll have a little bit more control over. It's not going to sit in a company account, but that's a decision that you're going to need to make because there are different tax implications associated with each one. Worth mentioning so that you think about it and it's top of mind. Now, moving on to what happens with the people that you knew? What happens with all the connections that you've made? Well, if you haven't immediately been kicked off, which I think is quite unceremonious when you're just kicked off all the platforms, I understand why companies do it, right? Like, they do it because they need to protect themselves. They need to make sure that an employee doesn't get angry and start posting things or have control over things that they shouldn't. But if you have the luxury of being able to spend a couple more minutes on Slack or Teams or Meet or whatever you know service that you use, go and message people. Let people know that you're leaving. Let people know where they can contact you. Make sure you create some of those connections. You keep those leads warm. If there's a manager on another team or even your manager that's offered a recommendation or a connection to someone that they know is hiring, 
follow up on that. Make sure you get their contact details. Make sure you start in on that process relatively fast while the fire is still lit underneath them. Make sure you let key people know that you are actually leaving. Because why not? These are relationships that are yours. You want to make sure that you continue to own them in a different capacity, of course, but that you continue to nurture them. Go and connect with them on LinkedIn, right? Like you are going to have a moment after this where everything kind of sinks in and all you want to do is sit in bed and enjoy fun employment for a couple of days. Definitely go and do that. Beforehand, make sure you finish all this up so that you can go and rest and relax in all of your work is doing work for you while you're doing that relaxing. This is one of those pieces that needs to get done. Now, while you're logged into LinkedIn, think about building that personal brand, why don't you? Think about starting to post. Think about starting to put together something, and it doesn't need to be a, hey, I got laid off kind of post. Though some of those do well, not all of those do well. I'll let you make your own decision. I'm not a huge fan of them, but some people find great jobs through them, and so more power to you. But Think about starting to build your personal brand. Think about building a brand that creates thought leadership for you or turns you into a thought leader in your own unique space. And that's something that, you know, while people think about, they don't always take seriously. And today, you might not need to take it seriously. In five years, though, I definitely think you do. And I definitely think you will. Why don't you go and get your feet wet? Put together a post. Think about, what do I like to talk about? Again, we can talk more in detail about what personal branding looks like. Send me a message. Send me a DM if you're interested in it. Because for right now, I'm just going to put that food for thought little nugget out there for you. Think about building the personal brand. I know it's definitely one of the hardest but best things that I have ever done because it's given me a ton of different opportunities and opportunities that wouldn't have existed had I not started to post. And not even just opportunities, but friendships, connections. Emily Rose Delara, I talk about her all the time. She's one of my favorite, I can't even call her a success story because she's just my work BFF at this point, but she is one of my favorite stories to tell about my my personal branding journey. Because without it, I would have never have met her. I wouldn't have probably started this podcast. I have her to thank for so much. She's such an inspiration. But that's the kind of person I hope that you can find throughout your own personal branding journey. Okay, now you've made it to the end of it. Now you get to celebrate. And I know celebration might be really hard. Celebration might feel like it's out of place in this moment, but trust me, it's not. Celebrate the fact that you've grown. Celebrate the fact that you've made it through a really tough moment in your life, a really tough moment in a slew of other tough moments. You have found every single job for yourself up to this point, so you're going to do it again. So celebrate the fact that you no longer need to be around that micromanaging boss. Celebrate the fact that you no longer need to fucking smell tuna being cooked in the kitchen. Celebrate the fact that maybe you now have decided you get to work remote from here on out, whereas your old company required you to go back into the office and you hated that. Celebrate the fact that you no longer need to wear a suit. If you're wearing a suit to work in tech, I really fear for you, but fine. That was the first thing that came to my mind. Celebrate the fact that you get to be you. Think about that. Hold on to that. Think about what am I celebrating? What am I excited about right now? And keep that, maybe you start writing down a little bit of a list, a list of things that you're excited to no longer be around and make sure in your next company, in your next role, those are things that aren't there. Because this is the moment to start to figure out not only what you want, but what you don't want. What you don't want is arguably more important than what you do want. Because at least with what you don't want, you get to filter all that shit out. 
You get to go through and start to pull together a list when you are ready of different companies that you want to work for, of different roles that you want to work for. But it's really hard when there are thousands of roles sitting in front of you. So how do you do it? You figure out what you don't want. Oh, I don't want to work in an office. Okay, goodbye. Oh, I don't want this specific role. Okay, goodbye. Oh, I don't want to work in this specific place. Okay, goodbye. Or this specific focus area. Okay, goodbye. That means that you get one step closer to what you really do want. And now that you've done all that, take a break. Relax. Breathe. Take a nap. Watch Netflix. Binge. I'm talking about like TV, like what binge a Netflix series, not anything else. You know, learn a new skill, pick up a new hobby, figure out who you were before you were working. I know that I, when I was working in corporate, I got so caught up in my day-to-day that I forgot who I was. I forgot what I liked to do. I started to live for the weekends instead of You know, enjoy that cup of coffee in the morning. Read that book for another chapter in the morning instead of racing to a meeting. Recognize that this, too, is temporary. You are going to find a new role. You're going to find a new place. I don't know what that will look like for you, but I'm so excited for you to figure it out. Look at this as an opportunity, a journey, and you're just one step closer to getting that dream role, that dream job, building that dream life. I sound super preachy right now, but I promise you, this is something that you can turn into a positive, even though it definitely has a lot of negatives and a lot of fear right now. You've got this. Look who came to visit today. Oh, Lolly. This is Lollipop. Oh, it's the light, right? Okay, she's going to get a treat now. Cakes, say goodbye. Bye. She was not having it. 